Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. It's easy to prioritize our own pain or our wounded pride, you know, to elevate my desire for payback above God's command to show mercy. Because it feels good. It feels good to my ego when I put somebody in their place after they've hurt my feelings or in, insulted me. It feels good. And so, too often, we allow the enemy to separate us. We allow the enemy to drive a wedge between us. Sometimes we let our emotions get the best of us. Pastor Robert talks to us today about how the enemy uses our feelings to drive a wedge between us and God. Don't allow your anger and your pride to stand between you and God. He is unchanging and promises to deliver justice. So you need not worry about unfairness. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 5 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. I wonder if there's not a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde kind of dichotomy in most people. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I have this one uncle. I, I love him. He's a great guy. As long as you stay on his good side. And I remember hearing stories about him. He's my mom's younger brother. And she, she told me this, this story that I think kind of sums up what I'm talking about. She said when, when he was a, a teenager, young, young teenager, like 13, he got a slingshot for his birthday, and he shooting at a bird, and, and he, he killed this bird. And... He didn't expect to hit the bird, you know, he just, just kind of accident thing, you know. He started to cry. And the whole family had to gather around, you know, do a funeral for the bird. Because he was devastated that he killed this bird. He loves animals to this day. Loves animals. I love to deer hunt. And he's got property with deer, but not on his property. Because he he's probably got a name for every one of those, you know what I'm saying? He's like... But the same guy, same guy, shows up at my mom and dad's house, all freaked out on a Friday night, midnight, whatever, because he's beat some guy half to death, left him for dead, literally thought he'd beaten him to death in a gutter somewhere in Macon, Georgia. And he wasn't upset about the guy because the guy had it coming. He was just afraid he was dead. And what am I going to do? I don't want to go to prison and... Crazy. And I mean, I could tell you story after story because on the one hand, all this compassion and, and on the other hand, none. You see what I mean? I've noticed it. You know, I, I have friends. Like I know this one guy. I mean, this is a guy, this is a guy that he's killed people. 
Not a problem. But he's got a tattoo of his dog that died. Seriously. And there's this tug of war sometimes between compassion and mercy and ruthlessness. And I've thought a lot about this because, you know, I mean, I'm nearly 60 years old. I have been betrayed and cheated and lied to and lied about more times than I can count. And I've learned something. You know what I've learned? I'm free to choose mercy. I don't even have to feel it in order to do it. I am free in Christ to show mercy. I may want to wring your neck, but I don't have to. I may want payback, but I can give that to God. I know there's stuff I don't know. Father, I know you see things. The only reason you let them breathe is because there's hope. You see something, so I'm going to let it go. I choose mercy. And that's what he's telling us. Oh, how happy are the merciful. Because they shall obtain mercy. Romans chapter 12, verse 17, the word of God commands us, repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, sometimes it's not, the word you know, kind of acknowledges that. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap holes of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now think about that statement. Do not be overcome by evil. Remember who the real enemy is. Because, see, I see Christians losing the battle over and over and over again. Don't even, I mean, without even realizing that they're losing the fight. You win an argument or you get payback and it feels so good and you don't realize you just lost the fight. Because you just gave aid to the enemy of your souls. There's no way to overcome evil by retaliating with even more evil. Now you lose, even when it seems that you win, if you're giving evil for evil. But we can overcome evil with good. It is possible to overcome evil with good by choosing to be merciful when your natural inclination is to do the opposite. See, in doing that, we claim a deeper and more profound victory. Ephesians 6.12 tells us we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts, and that means armies, spiritual armies of wickedness in the heavenly places. You see, it's easy to prioritize our own pain or our wounded pride, you know, to elevate my desire for payback above God's command to show mercy, because it feels good. It feels good to my ego when I put somebody in their place after they've hurt my feelings or in, insulted me. It feels good. 
And so too often we allow the enemy to separate us. We allow the enemy to drive a wedge between us because this person insulted me or that person hurt my feelings or he just, I just don't, you know, the way he talks to me is not right. And so we go to a different church. We allow the enemy to do damage to the family of Christ. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Pride prevents us from receiving the abundant mercies the Lord wants to shower us with. So many times, I mean, it just, it's heartbreaking to me. I watch believers get, get their feelings hurt, and so they go to a different church, or, or they'll, they'll stop going to, to that particular service because so-and-so is going to be there. And over and over and over, I hear it, you know, two Christian adults, they're dating, they break up, and so one of them's got to go to a different church. It's like one of those Christian laws or something. No, it's sin. It's called sin. Sin separates us. It's sin. And I've had people want to argue with me about it. Listen, been there and done that. Do you understand? Right after I got saved, I met this beautiful Christian girl, just stunning, you know? And we started dating, and we denied it, you know, because it was in that time when Christians didn't date, you know, and so you could, couldn't call it dating, you know, we were just good friends. No, we were dating. We dated for like two years. I asked her to marry me three times, and she said no all three times. I'm dumb and persistent, so I start. And she's like, no, I can't marry you. I'm not going to marry you. But we continued to go out, you know continue to be good friends. And until finally, I just said, listen, I can't do this anymore. If you're not going to marry me, then you finally convince me we're done, you know, kind of a thing. And then she starts crying, you know, and I was like, listen, we're, we're done. You want to continue this, I don't know, friendship, but she's my sister in Christ. I don't have the freedom to now reject her. Do you understand? I don't have that right. Because the Bible says God is building us together. If the Holy Spirit of the living God is living within her, making her alive, and the Holy Spirit of the living God is living within me, making me alive, well, then I don't have the freedom to reject this family member. We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again, but in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at MainThingRadio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert. We could really use your help. And you know, the, well, the Bible says that we partner together. When you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry and we, we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is MainThingRadio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. 